0: Happy Faith Friday. I hope you are all doing well, and I am really looking forward to bringing you today's Faith Friday episode because I think it's really just such a pivotal point in how we view ourselves and how we live our lives. So I am talking about rejection, and that can be kind of a heavy topic, so I wanted to break it down into three topics separate episodes so that you really have time each week to go over the biblical truth that I will be bringing you each week. So this will be a three-part series, if you will, on rejection and how you can overcome it. Now, if you want to feel part of a community of Christian women that can build each other up, lift each other up, pray for each other, and just support each other. In your mind, body, and soul, spirit health, then come join us in our Facebook group, Holistic Health for Christian Women. I would love to see you over there. And that is where you can add any questions, any comments, any concerns that you might have in your own health, whether it's spiritual, physical, mental, emotional. You can reach out and ask for support and hopefully get some good clarity and confidence. In the care for yourself and for your family now rejection we often don't really think about rejection maybe in the way I'm going to be talking about it but I wanted to read the definition according to Webster's Dictionary of rejection and it says to refuse to discard as useless reject And how many of us have felt rejected at one time or another? I mean, all of us can say that, right? Whether it's been on social media, whether it's been in our own family, whether it's been in a job, our career, whether it's been in a personal relationship, we all have felt the sting of rejection. And it is a sting. It is painful. It is incredibly painful. And what happens is over time, we begin to believe what rejection is telling us. I mean rejection even rejects what is good. So over time we build up these defense mechanisms of rejection. We withdraw. We have isolation. We don't allow vulnerability. We have that fear of failure or we anticipate rejection. We anticipate that What we have, what we say, what we can offer, what we can bring, who we are is not enough. And we just accept that. And we can begin to look for meaningful identity outside of the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So really the first step in taking back your life and renouncing this spirit of rejection, because this is not of God. And if something is not of God, well, then who is it from? It's from our enemy. So this spirit of rejection, we must accept God's love for ourselves. So you need to accept God's love for you. And it doesn't matter if you have been walking with the Lord six months or 60 years. We all struggle at one time or another about really believing that God loves us. And it's a day-by-day, sometimes moment-by-moment battle because our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it is a spiritual battle. Satan doesn't want us to believe what God says about us. He doesn't want us to hang on to that truth and God's promises. He knows the Bible better than we do. He knows God's character better than we do. We need to dig into God's word and we need to fill our minds with what God says about us and how much He loves us. Psalm 139, 1 through 6, says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. This wondrous knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I am unable to reach it. That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? How can we possibly understand the fullness of God's love for us? We can't. We can't. We just have to accept it. We just have to trust it, believe it, and accept it. He loves you. Psalm 139.13 goes on to say, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. That's 13 through 16. And those verses have such a special meaning for a topic that I'm not going to go into right now. But think about that. He knew before you were even a thought in your parents. He knew all about you. He knew what you would do with your life. And he has plans and dreams for you. Jeremiah 29 11. And so that is really the first step in combating rejection. Really, you have to accept God's love for you. There are so many wonderful verses throughout the Bible that talks about how much He loves you, how much He loves His children. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. It says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. It doesn't matter what anybody in the world says. You are a child of God. So stand strong and firm on that. Stand strong and firm on the belief, the knowledge of what God says is true and right. You are pursued by God. You are heard by God. You are cherished by God. You are protected by God. You are held by God. You are deeply loved by God. So hold on to that on these days where those feelings of rejection threaten to overtake you, you have to renounce it because that is not what God has given you. God has not given you that spirit of rejection. Renounce it for what it is. Name it for what it is. It's a spirit of rejection given from the enemy. It is not of God. So you need to reclaim your birthright. You need to accept God's love for you. And hang on to that with every fiber of your being and speak it out loud. Satan can't hear your thoughts. So speak it out loud so that he gets the memo that you are not rejected. You are a chosen race. You are royal. You are holy. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So that's the first step is accept God's love for you. And over the next two weeks, I'll be sharing two more steps to really help you gain confidence and help you gain just really maybe some clarity over what you've been feeling for maybe your whole life. That you do not have to feel this way anymore. You are not rejected. No, you are a beautiful creation from the master creator. And you need to claim that and you need to hang on to that because it is true. It is all throughout scripture. So dig into it for yourself. And really hang on to those promises of God. Father God, we thank you so much for your promises and how they are yes and amen. And how they are so true. And how it is so obvious throughout the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation. In between those two gardens, Lord, that you love us deeply. You fight for us we are yours. You know the hairs on our head and you carry all of our tears. If our name is written in the book of life, your word says that no one can snatch us out of your hand. And so, Father, we just cling to that. Help us to recall throughout the day, throughout this week, your word over us and help us to really cling to what your promises are, to what your are Truth is about who we are as your daughters. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys, I really hope today's episode blessed you and I pray that it encouraged you. If it did, would you please take just a few seconds and share this with somebody else? And also leave me a five-star review on Apple because this is really the only way for me to know that you are finding value in the show and it really does bless me so much to read each and every review. Don't forget, head on over to my free Facebook community. The link will be in the show notes, and I would really love to see you there. Remember, you are a beautiful treasure.